0: hello hello welcome back well, to State stay for the tea, tea.
1: oh we well, set it in line jinx
0: well, welcome back if you're one of our six listeners from the first one <laughs> 60% <16% laughs> of
1: which were from the US
0: yeah. and just a welcome to if you, if you this is your first time Yes. listening to our podcast so so welcome regardless
1: welcome oh.
0: so this is stay uh, for the tea i think we should made... introduce oh, yeah. ourselves again
1: this is stay for the tea by tim and kate made by there's the part where you said in sync
0: oh yeah made <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> it's all right it's all right it's okay. moderately alright. Um, made by uncultured, for uncultured people. people. For, for uncultured, uncultured people.
0: People. I think that was fine. I'm Kate.
1: And I'm Tim. Um, I was going to say I'm Kate.
0: <laughs> I think that would be very confusing if you both call Kate.
1: Okay, I think so. we've proved we're very uncultured already, so let's
0: move on to the topic. Definitely. So, today's topic, we are kind of looking at well all of today we're kind of looking at our childhood <laughs> so there's some fun times and some not fun times the first half is going to be fun times unless that's you had a important. sucky
1: childhood sorry
0: well yeah i i'm planning on just like leaving those parts out saving them for um maybe a juicier episode
1: you said you had a the crush
0: <gasps> oh yeah that's that's like really juicy that's okay.
1: hilarious so starting off with childhood nostalgia i was thinking childhood yes. snacks I don't know if you people had a childhood, for those listening in the US. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but there was something we had called Munchables. Do, do you have that? Did you have that as a kid? Oh,
0: I didn't, because I, I never got any of the good snacks as a kid.
1: That's all right. I think Laura just had a banana. <laughs> um, so Munchables, what it was it? It was like a DIY assembly of, like, yeah, I'm... a little, like, a Cracker Burger of sorts.
0: Yeah, because I know that America does have the exact same thing, but they're called Lunchables, not Munchables.
1: Oh, no. I, I went to Coles and said, do you have any Lunchables? She probably was thinking, ugh, it's American. Um, no offence to you, people.
0: <laughs> you um... people.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, and... Okay, we kind of run our course on childhood stacks. Moving on. Childhood myths around school. Would you yes. like to delight us it with any like interesting myths?
0: Rumours as well, I guess, as myths. Well, um, these weren't like myths particular to my primary school. It was mostly like me and my friends and some other people in my year. But um my primary school was like it was in, like, a country town, and it was right next to this huge marsh that was fenced off. We weren't allowed to go there. And there was this myth that this guy lived there and would, like, I can't remember it much, but I remember it just being really creepy. Like, he just lived there way out on the horizon by himself. That feels like, like <laughs> it was. It was similar to that, and um, I also had a friend that would make up these ridiculous myths all the time like um, well one of them was she didn't really make this up it was also something that was said around the school that the dingoes that lived on the marsh would eat students oh there were students that wandered out onto the marsh and got eaten by dingoes
1: <laughs> okay one is less of a myth and more of like a thing we did but um, we had something called Do You Know Mud Pies? Yes. Yeah, so we used to make mud pies and um, before that me and my friend um, what we would do is we would try to set up traps after school for any unfortunate students who wandered into them the next day during um, recess or lunch. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it was called morning tea back then. Um, so what we would do is we would dig up like little little pits and then get water into them so it turns really muddy, then cover them up with leaves.
0: Hang on, when was this? Uh, I
1: think probably year one. Because
0: I think I remember that. <gasps> <laughs> okay, for for our listeners, we went to the same primary school for the, like, the first two years of primary school, then I moved away, and we found this out recently after randomly becoming friends again through someone else.
1: Yeah, it's it's quite Sorry. a coinciding,
0: which is a genuine <laughs> is. saying in
1: Australia. People all say coinciding. But I th-
0: I think I kind of remember that setting, <laughs> the mud pie traps.
1: Oh, it would have. Yeah, that would have been me and my friends doing. Um, what we didn't know was basically things dry up so it wasn't muddy the next day. It was just a pit. And I don't yeah. know if any kids twisted their ankles on it. <laughs>
0: I, I think that there's a high chance that I probably did because I twisted my ankle all the time as a kid, like constantly.
1: Oh, there we go. We have the butterfly facts. That's why another my friend one. never got to go <laughs> to the Olympics.
0: <laughs> I think another one from Kent Road. Hmm. Um, probably should have said the name of the school, but you don't know what town it's in, so it doesn't really matter. I
1: live next to it. I'm the one that screwed. <laughs>
0: okay well no one knew that until you said it but no one knows what what town that's in that's um that's my bad but there's i'm sure there's plenty of kent road schools (laughs) but another one from that same primary school was um behind like one of the buildings there was like these uh this like these bushes of plants like we weren't allowed to like pick at the plants and like pull off leaves and stuff because you know we just got in trouble for doing that kind of stuff. But there were these ones Um, you know those plants where it's like red on one side of the leaf and
1: oh, yeah, green yeah. on the other? Yeah,
0: A whole bunch of those. And one kid made up a rumour that it was marijuana.
1: I think I remember that. <laughs> I didn't know what <laughs> marijuana was.
0: Or like it was poisonous or something or you know that it was like illegal.
1: <laughs> um, oh um this would have been probably after you left um but mm-hmm. sometime during year two or year three we had like with a group of like seven or eight students we we banded together after school and i think the parents were watching us and we were making shivs out of like sticks. <laughs> <We, laughs> what we were do was, you know like bricks how there's like a little indentation where like the the cement mixture is so it makes a curve yeah or, like, just any a corner of a building. And we would use that and kind of rub the stick against it and sharpen the points until we had, like, yeah. makeshifts, like, stabby stabbies. And what I did was I would get out my mini scissor and share it around so we could, like, really sharpen the edge.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I
1: think this was also coinciding with the Harry Potter phase where everyone had wands and we weren't oh, allowed to hold oh, sticks. Yeah. So, what I think some of the kids did, maybe even me, we got chopsticks. And um, we would wrap them in oh. aluminium foil, um, and for the <laughs> Americans that would be aluminium. <laughs> and would go around, and me and my friend were just like, not only were we masters at our at our craft, we were we were grand pro masters, and everyone else was just master. We were pro masters.
0: Oh yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, we were the life of the party. Very popular. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, um, one, another one at, um, my second primary school, which is majority of my primary school. Oh, I had it in my head and now it's just gone. But, oh, damn. Yeah, I have no idea.
1: That's all right. I was just going to input a random fact of the day, um, which please Mm -hmm. do not take me account for it because I'm not very smart. Um. Hmm. I remember studying in psychology where the word for when there's a word you want to think of, but you can't think of it, it's called anomia. Mm, and I tell- that does
0: sound correct. I know there's a word for that. Mm.
1: Um, and I was telling Tia, and she was like, I told her ammonia, and she's like, isn't that a thing in pee? Um, so, yeah, just fun <laughs> facts for whoever's listening. It's probably part of our friend group high
0: yes <laughs> um
1: what <else>? so what <gasps> we have to mention this and i think this was a universal oh, yeah. classic the cheese touch
0: yeah oh absolutely the cheese touch got banned like several times at my primary school oh they tried banning pe- it Well, <laughs> because people kept doing it um, would, like, it led to a lot of bullying because they'd be like, okay, that's a kid we bully. Let's give him the cheese touch <laughs> and pick on him for it. I remember it was actually stressful because, like, you didn't want to end
1: up with the last one as a cheese touch. So you it was like a yeah. tip, but you were jabbing people with your finger. You'd run up yeah, to people really. and just, like, poosh, you've got the cheese touch.
0: No, in at my primary school, there was, like um, like, a basketball court Near the playground, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. someone actually put a slice of cheese there for us to do the cheese touch. Oh. And it like stayed there for a couple of weeks.
1: Oh. I was going to say, um, I don't know if this was a good idea back then, but you know, Dodgeball? Um,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know what the Americans call it actually. They probably just call it Dodge- Dodgeball.
0: Dodgeball? <laughs> um, I think it's still Dodgeball.
1: I'm not sure. Our, our American cousins confuse us. Um, and basically, we had this thing called war ball, where it was essentially dodgeball, mm-hmm. but there was, you'd have like six kids with the backs to a wall, and you had to stay on that wall. You could move side by side, but you couldn't move off the wall.
0: Oh, I remember that.
1: And one other kid would be far away, and they'll just throw the ball at you, and you'd have to try and dodge it. And I think we had like really, we had like the basketballs, and they were pegging it.
0: Yeah, I think I actually remember that.
1: It was actually quite frightening.
0: Yeah, oh, I have, like, the faintest memories from, like, the first primary school. But, like, if that's that's definitely bringing something back. That's ringing a bell.
1: We, we forgot about it because of the physical trauma to our heads.
0: <laughs> I also remember that that primary school was where I um, picked up the ambition to do netball oh like, silly mistake silly mistake
1: you thing. have jogged your fingers
0: <laughs> but like because me and one of my friends were just throwing the ball and one of the teachers was like you guys are really good at, th- at throwing the ball like you've got like a good form like like you know how you have to hold it properly in like netball and throw it a certain way and the teacher's like you know you should join the netball team I'm like yeah i'm going to <laughs> you were tiny back then
1: The ball would have been, like, a quarter of your song. Um, Yeah. Oh. Speaking of childhood things, um, if you're curious why we're talking about childhood things, it's because um, we were very, very prepared for this week's topic and didn't come up with this on the fly, so we're just like, let's talk about something not just for kicks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Childhood crushes and relationships.
0: Yes. I never
1: got into one. Um, I I did get told. Apparently, I was on this girl's um, sex list. I doubt we knew what
0: sex was. What?
1: Um, but apparently, in, in layman's terms, I was on the list of people she wanted to bang. Which, I guess, looking back, I should have been flattered. Um, I probably really should have been <laughs> flattered. And I feel bad because she got made fun of because that list got out. Um yeah, that's what childhood is brutal. That's rough. And what confused me is like I probably should have seen the science because you know how cash was just of utmost importance in primary school to go to a canteen. Yeah. And um for
0: Yes. Mm, if you had a two at, dollar coin. My American you were so fellows,
1: rich. two dollar coins are a thing. Um
0: no, oh yeah, they don't, they know, don't, they, have, they don't like, have the heavy dollar coins, they have,
1: a... that you would like peg people with. Well,
0: coins. They don't have...
1: The pennies. Like, their pennies coins
0: are like pennies and quarters. <laughs> They're not like 50 okay, cents, Honestly, cents. if someone
1: was in our primary school and said pennies and quarters, they would have been bullied. <laughs> I feel bad, but it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> and I'm saying that as someone that annoyed people by reciting poems... <laughs> um yeah, they they tried to make me stop, they couldn't. And what would happen Sorry I, actually... I was just gonna say that Sorry. girl who I was on her um sex list and I should have known the signs because she gave me money. She was just like, um oh yeah. One That's time she came up to me and she was just promising. like oh, I think I was moving to canteen I was going to a canteen or something and she like hands me a bunch of coins. I was just like Wait, this is yours. And she's like, "No, you can keep it."
0: And I was just like, "Wow, so nice."
1: I I should have realized.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. I've got two. I actually did remember another um primary school like crush. I've got two. Oh, I've got two good go, stories.
1: Sp- Spilled a tea. <laughs>
0: so so the first one the first one was in my first primary school. I think it was in year one or two. And I had this this crush on like this boy in the class. And um I I don't even know like what was like going through my head, but I was like, I was actually friends with him as well. And um I was sitting with his friends at lunch and he left to go to the canteen, and I think they were like those <laughs> Scooby-Do lollies. But like I I don't even know, like, who actually opened. I think he may have, like, opened the packet and, like, left it there. But his friends were, like, playing this quote-unquote game where they'll, like, pick it up, put it back in there, pick up one of the lollies, and then put it back in your lunchbox. Except um, (laughs) what I did, I just was picking up and I started eating them (laughs) just out of his lunchbox while he wasn't there. And then his friends called the teacher over and the teacher's like, no, you have to go spit that out in the bin now because I'm a mouthful of this kid's lollies. And he came back as the teacher was there and he just, like, looked at me. He was like, sorry, nothing I can do. And he totally threw me under the bus because the teacher was like, did you let her do this? And he just kind of, like, didn't say anything. And the teacher forced Aww. me to go spit them out Who in the was bin. This? <laughs> I... I don't remember his name. I remember. I'm pretty sure he was blonde. And had kind of like longish hair. I'm
1: not too sure. Uh, we'll stalk his photos later. Um, oh, it sounds creepy now because yeah. we're looking at like <laughs> but, kindergarten photos as adults.
0: <laughs> I mean, from our school, like we, we're in those photos, but. The second one is where it, like it really gets interesting. and I'll try and keep this to like our time limit. So, in year three, I I was going through like a really strange phase where I like quote unquote like had a crush on like, every single boy in my year three class. Like every single boy. Like I didn't actually have any feelings towards them, but like you're, I was you're like, out to set rough what, off. Like, <laughs> I was like nine. Eight or nine, but I had a crush on every single boy in my class.
1: No. All right. can you hear me, me Yes, I can. Technical these okay. people.
0: <laughs> yes, sorry about that. Um, when oh, did good. I cut off?
1: Um, just at the beginning, uh, around the time where you said you had a crush on everyone.
0: Okay, except well, there was two kids. First, <laughs> because he picked his nose and ate it, and another guy was like he was just mean and grumpy, even though he was a year three kid, he was mean <laughs> and grumpy, <laughs> but. Um, I in what we did quite a lot in that primary school was we'd go to the lost and found, find a drink bottle that was in there, and use it to play, um, oh, that, that dog and bone game where like you call out a number and then you've got to race someone to the middle and get it over to the other side without getting tipped. I never
1: really had much friends to play with, so I don't recall that.
0: Mm. Fair enough, but we were playing that, and I was like sitting there like, I was, like, standing there talking to this kid called Sean. Uh, and he's Sean. And he's like... I I actually can't remember which one of us said this. I think it... I think he said, like, oh, you know, like, oh, no one has a crush on me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I have a crush on you. He's like, oh, I have oh. a crush on you. And we never, like, formally said anything else, but that was that. And... Okay, in that year, we had this really cool teacher that would, like, give us golf lessons after school. Like, you know, a bunch of kids would get driven there to the golf course and would play golf. And, um... (laughs) You know how normal kids would have, like, collected and traded Pokemon cards? We did that with a golf ball. Did you just steal
1: (laughs) golf balls?
0: Well, no, because we... We earned them, like, if there was, like, competitions and games and, like, we'd get given golf balls and there was, like, particular particular types that were rare and we made up names for them and everything, you know? So, like, um, and, like, (laughs) I think, like, the next day I had a super rare golf ball. It was, like, everyone wanted it. And um I, like, tied it into this ribbon somehow to, like, make it into a necklace basically and, like, I, I met him at the golf course, because we played golf together, and like I'm like, you know, close your eyes, and he did, and I, like, put oh! it over his neck, and he's like, oh, I can't remember, like, he's like, oh, you know, the, this cool rare golf ball, and I'm like, yeah, you can keep it. And um we had a tournament, like, like, you know, air quotes, tournament, because of, like, us children, and, um, and I think it was actually kids from all the schools, but he was actually really good, and, like, for this one, we brought our parents with us. So he brought his dad. And um, this is when we had been, like, quote-unquote dating for for a bit. And um, because him, all the rewards were, like, blocks of chocolate. And him and his family did not eat chocolate. So he won heaps of the competitions and he gave all <sighs> chocolate to me. And at this, this same tournament. This is so funny. This is how we broke up. Um, because we had like the golf like trolley things where you sit on the golf bags and like you can it's got like the handles. He sat on it, and I am like trying to like lift him to um like push him, and he's like, "Oh, you know, um, you know, like don't do that. I don't want it to like bend or break." I am like, "Oh, it won't." And like I pulled it down, and it it didn't break quite yet, but it bent. And I'm like, and he's like, my dad is going to be so mad. He's going to kill me. And I'm like, we'll we'll bend it back. He's like, you can't bend it back. It's just going to (laughs) snap in half. And I have a feeling I might, I don't think I did. No, because I was, I wasn't using like, there was like two handles. One of them was like the big handle, but then one of them was like this other one. And I think I snapped off the handle completely. And we like never spoke to each other again after that. Except for when we are in the same year, the same class in year five, and I was like, you know, do you remember when we used to date? And he kept denying it. It's <laughs> like no, we never. Did that, that golf
1: ball move though was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, because like there were there's like really cool like different colors. Some of them were kind of like opaque, translucent. You know, some of them were just like rare colors. It was like it was a thing for us golf oh. kids. And there was also this one kid called Tiger. And every single time we had golf, I would, like, go meet him. I would trade him my sandwich for his chips. Why? Because I wanted his chips and he wanted my sandwich. Smart. Yeah. I was... so, While
1: um... you were doing that, I just realized I ripped up an important receipt. I, oh, no. I, I put it into, like, a cigarette stick. Style things when you roll up i started ripping it until i halfway through i saw i saw 200 i'm just like oh oh this one this one was important Oof,
0: that's not good okay i think we're, we're actually running a bit behind because of our um, technical difficulties yes that, so i think do you have another fun fact uh, another
1: fun fact yes i do um i think you you probably already noticed because I, I was trying to tell you when i was drunk um but ducks have explosive penises. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you didn't tell me that. I think our audience will yeah, like to hear so, if you um, want to elaborate. Basically,
1: you know how normal penises don't kind of they, they, they just go they just whoosh. You know, they kind of And then it's like lift off. Well what ducks have, they it just kind of like think of like silly string. I guess that's my best analogy. <laughs> If you search up a clip, you'll understand what I mean. I think it's also in that shade of pink. I don't know. Um, and oh, it just kind gosh. of patules, And it has barbs on it. Because it's competition. And what does the barbs... Oh,
0: cat penises, penises have yeah, barbs as well. Basically,
1: it's to scrape away the, the sperm of other competitors. And how, how the gals kind of have adapted to it is they have decoy vaginas. So they is like a little oh. maze where there's like fake dead ends. It's like the explosive penis goes into it. It's just like, oh, I've been, I've been baited. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is <laughs> so strange, that it's so strange that animals have always like really elaborate, like, and like crazy like genitals, and it's like pretty straightforward. I was like just
1: all, I was also gonna say um the the human penis can be broken. When it's like when it's hard <laughs> when it's functional, you can snap it. Yeah, just just to make sure you guys out there know, don't don't screw it up.
0: Yeah, that happened on an episode of Grey's Anatomy once. <laughs> it happened to one of the doctors.
1: <gasps> no, imagine going to a hospital. It's like, I'm yeah. sorry, I broke my penis. I need some help.
0: The thing is, it was like it was he was a doctor like a surgeon that worked at that hospital I had to be like hey guys we're colleagues and friends <laughs> someone broke my <laughs> someone broke my penis
1: and on that lovely note we're going into segment 2 where we talk about our more yes. i guess contemporary and less lighthearted issues
0: yes which is kind of our generation growing up and like becoming adults um Compared to our knowledge and understanding of other generations, because you know, there's only so much we can understand because we don't have their insight. Mm-hmm. But you know, our generation and how you know, because we're Gen Z, so yeah. you know, we're starting to become adults and. and no, you millennials. You, we're
1: we're that generation. <laughs>
0: um,
1: no, I actually have very much respect. I'm sorry. Um, I don't have respect for any generation to be
0: honest. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I I hear.
1: Um, but I don't hate people usually.
0: Because um, like our generation is currently obsessed with uh, TikTok, so it's not like we we have yeah, we own just, much respect. It, it,
1: we equally disrespect people. I'm not saying we're just bad people. Like, all right, um, we've dug ourselves into a hole, yes. and I'll get myself out another oh, my time. hood. I'm. Are we technically still teens I, don't, no, oh, I,
0: I think we're on that border where we're like moving from teenagers to adults because you know well I've moved out so I have complete adult responsibilities you know and I don't really <laughs> have, some coffee. I mean I do have really good friends that Well, I have really good friends that are like covering for me and helping me out but I don't I don't depend on anyone Very but myself anymore.
1: I would like to point the the counter to that, which is me, where I am not that independent. I am.
0: Yeah, well, because you know, there's half of our generation who has become independent, and some people who aren't, which is fine. Either way, is fine because it's a personal choice, really. And I will say, I think we're in the older so generation, think we're starting to we're part of the the older
1: think... generation. Of Gen Z. Yeah,
0: yeah so um, yeah, respect kind of us, young ones. Well, cause... <laughs> well, even younger people in Gen Z, there are people who are like 14 or 15 starting small businesses of their own where they do all the work for it and they do all their own advertising and it really shows a lot how they're learning to navigate the adult About world my space. at such what a young you know, effectively.
1: Um, <laughs> no diss on the other generations.
0: Especially because...
1: I was just saying, like, no diss on the other generations. Sorry? I think each generation had like, their fair share of sucky times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tumblr girls.
0: Absolutely. I think... We're definitely in, like, a new age as well, which makes, um, you know, like, the world is, like, in the past 20 years, the world has, like, changed um, at, like, the most rapid speed ever.
1: And really. just social media. I forgot what mm. the point we were trying to make.
0: I think that... Um... Teenage oh, teenagehood yes. and what it means. You no know, becoming Adults. Basically,
1: just an overall insight on teenagehood as a Gen Z. Otherwise, you people call it Zoomers because we use Zoom.
0: <sighs> I think that's also funny oh, no. because we made fun of Boomers and then I Zoomers is Gen Z well, Boomers. I we had like a better Which name. think it's quite funny. Me too. Oh, I I really hate how like the the really young generation, you know, of like ten year olds are called <laughs> generation alpha. Oh, that. they are just I hate that they are so asking much. to be
1: like picked on. Like I can see like a bunch of like 12
0: 12-y, 12 uh, just oh, but i <laughs> I know, like, oh, it's awful. I think that's a terrible name. I think it gives them too much of an ego boost. I think, well, I we think should we're definitely trying to ego. a it too much.
1: They, they shouldn't have one. Like, give it back to them when they're around 16. Until then, they can be called Gen Bader.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the time is definitely going quite fast, but, you yeah, know, because our generation you know well we're starting to go to university now which which again is a completely different world to like any precedent because like i'm currently doing four units in total and one of them is completely online yeah, the whole online.
1: covid thing has not been very kind to us
0: so um you know hasn't at all, and you know, even the kids that are a couple of years younger than us—some kids—I do find a car. Mine, money. You know? um, <clears throat> uh
1: I will say I think in terms of education, we probably had it. Education itself, we probably have it better than the prior generations. We have access, Google for one. Google they so. did not have. Well,
0: yeah, and. I think we do have a lot more resources, but that's providing that economically we have access to education to begin with. Yeah, like there so are the areas that them? don't. I
1: think. Um, and generally the more remote areas. Um, mm. FYI, we're we're from down under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. We're exist. from Australia. No, right? We're all actors.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're actually. That's paying why we're active. trying to drag out this podcast.
1: Actually, it's ten bucks a second. Even, Should we go into um, employment? Um, I guess this was a topic I wanted to talk about because I'm currently unemployed and employment be hard. And this isn't like the boohoo part where I hear other generations like, oh, I had to learn how to be a prosthetic toe maker or something. I know they had like some odd jobs. Um, I, I think it's just like this mixture of it is hard and probably back then, people didn't complain about it as much because everyone had it tough. Whereas now, you have the freedom to talk about it. Yeah. And whereas the prior generations, they didn't, were seen as slacking. And I will say, of the people I know, it does feel like we're slacking a lot more. Um, of the people I know, at least. Mm. But at the same time, we're not that slack. So. Well, I
0: think um like okay there's definitely some people that are slack but I think some people view us as more slack because we are less willing to like settle for a job that we hate and we've we're more encouraged and inclined to try and follow our dreams and try and do something that we love and work hard and look for that instead of just settling for something because you know like I'm gonna have to get a job that I'm probably not going to enjoy very much but that's my situation and you know if i had the freedom to just wait till i found a job that i love yeah. i would totally do that because it would be way better i think anyone I that think has the freedom also to do that, should do when that, you, you settled
1: know? um i say like sometimes around 2000s or 1990s whilst the job was probably like suckier i think there was far greater benefit in having that job like right now if you settle as working at, at kfc
0: absolutely yeah
1: you know, that ain't gonna get you a, much in the long run whereas back then if you just worked hard even if you settled for something you didn't like, well, you would probably be able to buy a car and eventually like work your way up to getting a mortgage, getting a property exactly. of your own.
0: Well yeah because for the past like 20 30 years, minimum wage has been more or less the same okay maybe that's a bit of a stretch of the time period but it's been the same same for a very long time but the cost of living is increasing rapidly. So minimum wage is not enough to live off at all, and it's impossible to find a job that actually does um, pay. Well I have a rhyme <clears throat> without
1: minimum wage, maximum rage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that off the Simpsons.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: I think it was like ten That's years passion. ago. It was from an arcade game. Of course, um, it was from that like really acne-prone teenage kid with like the really screechy voice.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He doesn't have um, a just,
1: He's like... Uh, beyond the points. Um, what was the point we're trying to make? Yeah. It sucks. Mm. We're talking um, about oh, I don't know if
0: minimum this affects wage.
1: you people living in the US. Again, not to disclose you, but really. Um, you guys do not even have a pen license. Um, youth allowance, and this may be... Basically, the concept behind youth allowances. I think starting from when you're 18, after you graduate high school, throughout to when you're 22 or 23, you get paid by the government every fortnight. And this is basically to assist mm. with, you know, I guess for most people, rent, food, electricity and bills. In my case, basically everything is food. Yeah. Um, Those zinger boxes. Yeah. The-
0: well, I know that, that there's a few different categories because I think I'm on just youth allowance, which is, you know, because I'm young and I've moved away from home. So I'm living independently. And then um, rent assistance and something else. Oh, and the study payment, which is definitely helpful, but it's, it's quite frustrating because, like, it especially because I live somewhere where it's really expensive, like rent Mm -hmm. on its own is really expensive. And, you know, I've got to travel as well. I've got to pay for either petrol or public transport, which it isn't, it is like a 20-minute drive, but that's also taking my roommate to work, which, you know, that costs more petrol. And we live in a world that's continuously expanding, so we do have to go. Keeps of distance to access things that we need. Uh,
1: I guess for me, the ultimate question is, um, the the main question is like, which generation had it tougher? Which my answer is, I have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anyone to uh, yeah,
0: measure that uh, because everyone's going to yeah, it's like things, things are hard to compare.
1: Also, like I don't have insight onto it. Um, so mm. what I guess we're doing is just kind of going through the issues that we're aware of talking about them, making some Mm. jokes, also probably whining. Um, Moving out of home, I think, is definitely a challenge that we have that's more difficult. Most people around our age, I guess we feel um, it's easier to just stay at home with financially.
0: Especially... Well, especially because there's a huge economic gap. You know, there's these really rich kids that can just move out of home and still have their parents pay for basically everything. And there's people who, you know, they might still have the support of their family, but their family mm. still might not be well off, um, you know? And it's difficult because mm. it, there's just a like, huge gap. So, you know, I think really the stereotype for
1: maybe last generation is like once you hit 18 and you graduate, you can just move out. Whereas now it's like, if you move out, you're better like have. I, I guess like that speaks for anyone. You better have enough money to sup, you know, be mm-hmm. self sufficient. Whereas now it's like, it's kind of a lot harder. I think it's a difference of. Especially, I live in the city. I'm a good old city boy, in Sydney. Um, and yeah. oof, rent, and of course, you know, you can live with other people, so it's cheaper. Um, oh, I don't have a counter-argument to that.
0: <laughs> well, we do have a lot of options, which is good. But, you know, there's only going to be like one option per person mm. that's right for somebody. Because, you know, there's also a lot of universities offer accommodation, but not everyone can get into university. Not everybody wants to go to university mm. either, you know? Like, it's totally optional. Some people don't want that, but they still might need to move away from the home. standards for
1: getting a job have definitely increased. Like, just acquiring one. I won't say, like, maintaining one, because, like, I think for any field, you need to be good at your job to be able to maintain it. But the criteria for being able to get one just – I think back then you could just, like, ask the owner of a cafe. It's like, hey, can I work here? And then they train you. If you didn't seem too suspicious or sleazy, and then you'd have the job and you'd start getting paid. Whereas now it's like there's so much competition, and five or two years prior experience to work as a barista before you can work at a cafe. How,
0: like, I know, and like basically anywhere that isn't like fast food requires like several years experience or some degree how you get them without like, like how... it's
1: kind of like they're blocking the gates on how you get the experience like I want to be able to train as a barista so exactly. I have that experience for other jobs but I need the experience of being a barista to learn how to be one which I think is makes it incredibly
0: difficult exactly
1: like you'll have to go to TAFE and learn how to it be does. a barista which I think like learning on the job and is something I am quite envious of
0: well, yeah, that and like, even if you go to taste and you learn, a lot of places still want that amount of time of experience mm. actually working somewhere. Which is like, you know, you need to get a. It's, it's like opposite of the bootstrap series, theory. The bootstrap theory where you can like pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. They're pulling mm. you down by your own bootstraps. You know, it's. It does make me wonder how
1: like. <laughs> Um, backpackers manage to get around the world and work. Like, how do they just manage to find jobs anywhere?
0: Yeah.
1: And part of me is just, like, just get good, Tim. Um, but.
0: I think some of it has to do with, like, they probably yeah. do save up a little bit of money. And also, like, people who backpack know how to find a bargain. Like, they know how to thrift. And I think they also travel to parts of the world that aren't expensive to stay at. Because, you know, they'll go to, like, small little country towns and, you know, stuff like that. And just find a really cheap way of getting around, which I admire. I think that's awesome. I think that's one of the best things you can do. Because, you know, there are heaps of oppressive systems. And the best thing you can do is exploit them for your own gain. That's what they do to us. They exploit the working class to become multi-billion dollar companies. So... Why shouldn't we exploit them back a little bit? I'm quite bit. amazed Elon you know? now
1: has hair. Like,
0: just... <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I hope he brings that technology forth, because I'm going to need it later on. Um...
0: Oh, yeah. So we're getting to closing time. What advice would you give to our generation with stuff like this? I'd say
1: for a lot of people, we are feeling quite um for lack of a better word fucked um but at the same time every generation was quite fucked like you know and I think it's important for the parts where you can pick yourself up and dust yourself off to do so where I know like you have so much more freedom and it's it's healthy to kind of air it out and be like oh you know this and that but also to know when Mm. you kind of Get good, <laughs> and yeah, and make sure, as with any difficulties throughout any generations, it's important you have strong relationships to get yourself through that. And that's my cheesy advice.
0: Absolutely, I think that's one of the most important things. Is you know, keep good people around you that are going to support you and lift you up. Because I think my advice would be along similar lines. You know, like ex- like don't settle for less if you're being treated badly by a person or by like a workplace don't don't settle for it don't say oh it's fine this is what this it's what it's like for everyone like it I shouldn't be you know while' I where sorry we're part of a really strong generation and you know we can make change we've got we've got to all do that Leo like stand up for mm. what we believe in don't let don't let people take, like exploit us and I think take advantage of um another piece of advice of and this is
1: really uncanny because I don't know why, but on my MacBook right now has don't give up on me by Andy Gravel. <laughs> um, I think last it's important to, you know, reach for the stars and whatever, have your dreams. Don't get toppled down or feel let down if you don't achieve them. And this isn't like saying like it's all right to f- Oh
0: absolutely. it's not saying like
1: don't have them but with any like a lot of people have a lot of big dreams and this isn't to be disheartening but like a lot of times you don't reach your expectations I think that's all right like it's all right to not have that dream job you wanted or to have that perfect outline because like you kind of like more of get there in increments and along with failures
0: well yeah especially because we're so young and have a lot of expectation put on us to achieve things really quickly and Yes, some of our expectation is from ourselves and each other. But, you know, it's important to remember that we are still very young and we have got so much time to achieve our dreams. Like, you know, maybe you will fall short, but everything does happen for a reason. And, you know, if you do fall short of it, you end up happier for it because the better I thing like will happen I think I
1: the most <laughs> Zoomer-esque way to say this is like, let, let's save our midlife crises for when we're in the middle of our lives. Like when we're forty, yeah. So like future yeah. problems. Though at the same time, climate change. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, yeah. But we've got a lot of time to changing and you know lift each other up and be yeah. kind to each other and work with each other to make a better world because mm. it is going to start with us because we're the yeah. ones that's forging the path to yeah. the beginning of the world. Like you know, everyone alive is forging yeah, the path. Yeah, don't a be resentful. Bit, you know.
1: Um. I think, like, each generation was, yeah. in a way, resentful of the past one, because for each generation they kind of had to pick yeah, definitely. up, and, and that's, that's how generations work. Um, yeah, I think that's a pretty good note, To. Sorry, I thought this was, like, y- you were going to finish.
0: It'd
1: be, like, a really cute thing where it was just, like, okay. banana one and banana two, you know? <laughs> yeah. So End I think on.
0: that's
1: a good place that, to, to leave off. <laughs> I <laughs> thought you were going to pause. <laughs> I got bait. Sorry. All right, uh, we're ditching that. We promised yeah, that we're uh, going to work on again, this. Again, made by uncultured people. For uncultured people.
0: For uncultured yeah, people. All right,
1: thank you for tuning in again. If you decide to tune out, no Absolutely. grudges held against you. I will curse you. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> grudges and curses <laughs> are different. All right. Thank you very much. And I hope we'll see you again whenever we make it next. Yeah, it might be next week or in a couple of weeks because uni.
0: Yes. And I'm going to spend some time trying to figure out how to receive feedback because um we record on one app and distribute it to others. And I don't know if feedback from the other apps gets translated onto here. Or Please don't swear to at us. We have very fragile
1: self-esteem all. and egos. <laughs>
0: We do. <laughs> We're very fresh. Yeah. Please um, be all nice. right. Thank you.
1: And <laughs> see you later.